The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Um, for me, these three months, these next three months are the most important part of any year. And what do I mean by three months? The last two months of any given year. And what we are talking about today is what you should be focusing on to finish the year well. Finish the year well. Because your life is going. Putting things in perspectives helps us to think. There are people that started 2020 with us that are no longer with us anymore. Some time along this year, it was game over for them. The number of years that were allotted ended. Can somebody thank God for the gift of life again this morning? So while you have life, learn to make it count. And one way you can do that is particularly as you come to the end of a year. Quite honestly, as you come to the end of every half year or every quarter or every month. You can even grow to the point where every week you're asking yourself, what have I done with my life this week? Every day, Apostle Paul declared that I'm renewed or I, I, I change inwardly in the spirit every day. I mean, that's a high level. Or you can be like God every moment. You're just changing, getting better and better. Apostle John was telling us about that vision he saw in heaven. That the elders and the angels, every time they bow and lift up to see God again, they just have to give him praise. And the revelation there is that they just see something awesome about God that they had not seen before. Oh, they knew God could raise the dead, but they now worship again and they, ah, wow, God can do this one as well. That's the kind of God we have. You may not be able to make progress or move forward every week, every month, but bless God, every year you should challenge yourself. Somebody say, I'm going to challenge myself. You are not talking like you ought to be talking. Say, I'm going to challenge myself. This year will not end for me the way it started with me. So I believe you should learn to use, I've been doing that for years, the last three months. You do all that you know to do. We are talking about engaging the supernatural. That's what I'm going to start sharing with you from today. How you can engage the supernatural to make sure you finish well, but it's not even good enough to finish well. Start the new year strong. In fact, that is one way to ensure that you finish well. Look at this year. The most time we had to do anything really significant before lockdown came was January, February. If you wasted January, February, before lockdown really landed, you may have been wondering what happened to my 2020. So three months, I started practicing it those years. We are not doing our annual convention this year. It was over time that I learned this thing. We used to, we're not, we've done our annual convention now for this year. Maybe next year we'll go back to our normal pattern. Finish well, start strong. So it's a two-part teaching I want to take us for the next three, 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 three months. November, December, we will use it to finish well. And we will start 2021 strong. Should the Lord Jesus tarry? Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And what you need to do is this, please. Once you've established the fact that God wants you to finish well, 
that should let you know that resources are available for you to help you to finish well. You should now engage the supernatural. And what I want to tell you this morning is to reset your life to engage the supernatural. Our devotional study this month is on the supernatural, supernatural lifestyle. I'll get into that a lot more from next week, the lifestyle aspect. But reset your life to engage the supernatural. That will help you to finish well. Let's all be on the same page. What do I mean by the supernatural? I'm talking about um, above and beyond. Supernatural, again, is two words put together. Super, which means above and beyond. Natural. Natural, ordinary. As Christians, we are called to live above and beyond the natural. We are not limited to the natural. Glory be to God. So the supernatural is the realm that God has called us to. God dwells in that above realm. And because we are living in this natural world, God has now made a way for us to engage with that realm of above and beyond, even though we are living in a natural world. When you are physically born, you got introduced into the natural. When you got born again, you became introduced into the supernatural. Hallelujah. You did not leave this world and go to heaven. That would have been just super. But though you are in this world, you are now no longer off this world. The God factor has now been added to your life. So you are supernatural if you are born again. Can somebody declare with me this morning, I am supernatural. I love the way these children are shouting more than you adults are shouting. Thank God for COVID. Maybe this is how we should continue doing church now, that the children should be in our midst. So we can learn from the children like Jesus taught us. Let me hear someone shout again, I am supernatural. Look at an adult near you and say, you better learn the ways of the kingdom from the children. <laughs> Thank you, children. <laughs> COVID does have its benefits. You are supernatural. And you can live supernaturally. You can. If you know what to do, and if you choose to do what you are supposed to do. Glory be to God. So when I say reset your life to engage the supernatural, I'm challenging you to consciously reconnect your life to the frequency of the supernatural. We all know how radio works. These days, I've been listening to Wazubia FM a lot. How many Wazubia fans are in the house? In fact, I'm sure my way home to church, I'm going to listen to Chiboy again. You can have a radio, but if you are not tuned in, even though the radio is transmitting, you are not receiving because you are not engaged. You can be gone, born again and have access to the above and beyond realm of God, but because you are not tuned in, you are listening to Cool FM. You are tuned into the natural. And you don't have a choice. You have to be tuned into natural because you are still here in this world. You have a physical body and you have a world to engage with. But what God wants you to do is, though you are in this world, he wants you to also be tuned in to the frequency of heaven, that super realm. And you can now superimpose that above and beyond realm of heaven upon the natural. 
so that the things that happen to just natural people or ordinary natural people do not happen to you. You are just above and beyond. Your own story is just different. That's what we are called to do. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. Put it up on the board for me. Look at this scripture. From verse 1 to verse 4. If then, and watch the choices given you. The capacity has been given to you. An admonition is now coming to you to use the capacity that has been given to you. This is for every believer. If you are raised with Christ. Why? Past tense. When did I become raised with Christ, pastor? The moment you gave your life to him. Seek those things which are above. That's the super realm. Engage with those things that are above. Where Christ is. That's where you are now. Sitting at the right hand of God. Seek it. You have access to it. A door of opportunity has been opened unto you. You have the key. You have the code. You have the privilege. Seek it. Verse 2. Set your mind on things above. Don't set your mind on things on the earth. COVID-99 pandemic is on the earth. Don't set your mind on things on the earth. Now that doesn't mean you should ignore the things on the earth. No. But they should not be your focus. Not on things on the earth. Verse 3, quickly, because of time. For you died. Can somebody shout this morning, I died with Christ. And my life, come on, declare it, continue, is hidden with Christ in God. I always love to say it. If it cannot touch Jesus, and if it cannot kill God, it cannot touch me. It has to kill Jesus first. Then after that, kill God before he touches me. My life is hidden with Christ. And after that, oh, he still has to find me because I'm hidden somewhere. In God. Hallelujah. Look at verse 4. This is very interesting. Sometimes we have always misinterpreted verses like this. When Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And on the surface, you can think he's only talking about the second coming. That when Jesus comes, then all these things will happen. And that is true to a sense. But whatever will happen in the second coming, you can begin to taste of it right here on earth. I mean, the things that will happen when Jesus shows up, you can begin to enjoy it now that he hasn't come. That's why people like Enoch experienced rapture, even though it wasn't yet the time for rapture. That's why people like Lazarus could experience resurrection from the dead. Mary was saying, ah, when you come back, we know you raise up. He said, no, I am. What I, what I will do then, I can do it now. It's Christ in you now. So whatever I can do then, he can do now. We can begin to walk in this super realm, even though we are in the natural. Can I hear loud amen? amen? And what to do is to reset your life. I mean, if 2020 was a preacher, and it had a sermon for us, and now that it has preached to us for 10 full months, I will use one word to summarize the message of 2020. That word to me is reset. This year is telling us reset. Globally, the way this world is going, reset. And that global pandemic came and shut everything down. And there is no human being 
on this earth that has not been touched by it. It may not have touched you physically in the sense that you felt sick with COVID, but the impact has touched everybody's life. And the primary message in my own perspective is reset. Things are not going to continue the way they were before now. And I think the results of the U.S. elections that concluded this weekend is another example. Another global reset has come. When the U.S. president changes, the world changes. Reset. Reset. So I want to leave us today with three resets I believe you need to engage the supernatural. And we'll take it up from there next week. Reset number one is to you, for you to reset in the word of God or to reset your life with the word of God. Reset your life to engage the supernatural in the word of God and with the word of God. The written word, I've shared this with us many times in church, your Bible. Your Bible. Reset your life with your Bible. Read your Bible. Confess what you read in your Bible. Believe what you read in your Bible. Meditate on what you read in the Bible. Reset. COVID, even COVID is telling you reset, sir. The written word and also the spoken word. What do I mean by the spoken word? Very good example. At the beginning of this year, God spoke to us about 2020. Told us 2020 is your year, my year, our year of great vision. We just prayed about restoration of vision. Maybe after COVID came, any vision you had before God knocked out of your life. You forgot about your vision. Now reset. There's a great vision for my life. With that spoken word. I can understand the initial impact. And maybe you will have wavered and lost whatsoever you thought God told you. But God is now telling you. In a way, through COVID, reset. 2020 is my year. It's your year of deep waters. Go deeper with God in your spiritual work. I mean, if you're going to reset. And I'm talking about resetting in the world, resetting with the word. It's your year, my year, our year of the Spirit. Go farther with the Spirit. You may have forgotten all these things now. The experiences of the last 10 months of the year, the first 10 months, may have, you don't even remember that it's your year of the Spirit. But bless God, you can reset. Can I hear a loud amen? It's your year, it's my year of unusual exploit. Hallelujah. I prophesy over someone by this time tomorrow, before the end of this year, you will have testimonies of unusual exploits in the name of Jesus. Pastor, how can you say that? God said so. With the word he spoke to us. And that's what you do with the word of God. You speak it over yourself. You claim it for yourself. It's my year of unusual exploits. Don't let the experience of COVID allow you to forget your word. And I love this one. 2020 is my year, a year of laughter. Does somebody still know how to laugh? <laughs> Glory be to God. 
<laughs> Can you still laugh? Or has the challenges of the past month stolen your laughter? Reset! And keep laughing till the end of the year. Now, it's amazing God will tell us things like this. Now, you should understand that the words of God, I've taught you this before as well in church, they don't expire. That's why we can still quote Genesis 24 verse 1 in 2020. They never expire. Because God cannot expire and God and his word are one. So God is not only saying that these things are for January to December 2020. God is saying from now forward, these are the things you can be expecting in your life. Somebody shout, I shall laugh. In fact, take a few seconds and just laugh right where you are. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> this is how I'm going to finish the year. I'm going to be laughing. <laughs> I'm going to have reasons to laugh. <laughs> Glory be to God. Why? That's my word. That's my spoken word. And I'm embracing it. And I'm using it to reset. Glory be to God. In the supernatural. I love something Jeremiah said. Look at this text with me this morning. Jeremiah 15. Hallelujah. From verse 15. Oh Lord, you know. Does somebody believe that God knows everything? God knows who you are. God knows what you are going through. God knows what is before you. The remaining two months of this year, God knows everything about it. You know. Remember me. And then he said, visit me. Hallelujah. Is somebody still believing God and thanking God for a visitation for this year end? And I explained what that word means. I don't have time for that this morning. And he said, and take vengeance for me on my persecutors. So here is Jeremiah and telling God, Lord, I, I, I'm expecting and I'm believing you for a visitation. Even though I'm going through this tough season and these tough challenges. And then he now gave us a powerful key. Your words were found. Verse 16. Your words, your written word, your spoken word were found, and I ate them. And your word that I found and I ate, it was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name. Is anybody here called by the name of the Lord? Are you a Christian called by the name of the Lord? In fact, I think we even have a greater claim to it than Jeremiah did. I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. So Jeremiah is saying, I, I want to see a visitation, experience a visitation. And now said, I'm going to reset with your word to me. I found your word. And I used it to reset my life. That's how you get visitations. Apart from thanking God for it. Use the word to reset your life in the supernatural. Look at what Hosea said before I leave this point. Hosea 14. Every prophecy that God has given you, public and private, use them to reset your life. Every scripture that you have found that holds promise for you, reset in the word and with the word. Oh, Israel. You can say, oh, king's word. Return to the Lord. And this Hosea talking to those people, they were supposed to experience restoration and it was giving them how to experience restoration. So it, it, it's, the whole chapter is about them being restored and you should read the chapter. If you are not familiar with it, you see the beautiful promises of restoration for them. But he gave them the key here. Oh, king's word, return to the Lord or reset. For you have stumbled because of your iniquity 
I, one of the things by God's grace I want to get into, honestly for me, I don't think this global experience and the challenges, particularly the church, I don't think it has humbled off enough as we ought to have been humbled. And when things like this happen, we should stop and say, God, what's going on? And turn to him and reset. Instead of acting as if we know everything. You don't know everything, sir. This experience will have shown you you don't know everything. You don't. And the message is simple. Turn back to God. And the things keep happening and happening. Things you have prophesied and you are saying, they didn't happen. Return to the Lord. We're in the last days. Return to the Lord. We need a reset with God. And it starts with his word. Look at what he said in verse 2. Take words with you. And return to the Lord. And say to him, in this case, they were living in iniquity and sin. Take away all iniquity. Receive, our grace, receive us graciously. For we'll offer the sacrifice of our lips. But the, the, the point and the principle here is this. In a time where you are trusting God for restoration, and this is what I want to leave with you. And God has told us this is a time of restoration for his church. Restoration, recovery, and comfort. We need to reset our lives with his word. Take words and humbly go before God. What is in store for me for the next three months? And reset the way you are living your life. Number two, reset in the spirit. And I have just a few more minutes to close. And I can't say it better than Ephesians chapter 5. Put it up for me. Or let me read it from here because of time. Ephesians 5.15. Just follow me on the board. I just can't say it better than this. See then that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time for the days of COVID-19 are evil days. You are living in evil days. Dark days. It's not normal for one plague to come and one million people will die. With all the revelation we now have in medical science. Hey, if you can't get that message, which message will you get? Thank God people are not dying like they are dying in other places in Nigeria. But you can hear the news. You are in evil days. Don't just live life anyhow any longer. Don't live like a fool. We prayed for divine wisdom. Redeem the time. Thank God it wasn't game over for you this year. But whether it's 90, 100, or 110 days, you have one day to be over. Redeem the, You have to use each year well. Oh, glory be to God. Therefore, if you are going to redeem the time, because you are living in evil days. Do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, which is in dissipation, or which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Or, like it was really written, be being filled with the Spirit. Be resetting with the Spirit. You should be getting a fresh breath. We talked about that last month of the Spirit, from time to time. That is what this year is telling us. Holy Ghost, we need you, sir. And when that happens, certain things, it will be evident in your life. Be filled with the Spirit. 
speaking to one that in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, these are the signs of us when we are refreshing and resetting with the Spirit. We start singing psalms and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts. We will not be depressed and sad. Even though there are darkness around us, there will be a song of joy in our hearts. But not only that, giving thanks, we will be thankful people. And that's why we can have a thanksgiving service and really thank God, not just in service, but as a lifestyle. And watch this one, part of it. I keep going back to husbands and wives. Giving thanks to the Father in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. And then went on to husband and wife. Wife, submit to your husband, husband, submit to your wife. One, many marriages need that reset. Whereby the Holy Spirit, there's submission in the marriage to one another. Why? We are in dark days. Dark days. Reset with the word or in the word. Reset with the spirit. In the spirit. Here's the third one. Before I say that, I want you to understand this. The church of Christ is supernatural. We are talking about resetting to engage the supernatural. The church. The church is supernatural. Hebrews 12, 22. To refresh our memories. But you have come to Mount Zion. You have not just come to the carry center. You have not just come to Ikeja. You have not just come to Oregon. You have come to Mount Zion. The city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. To an innumerable company of angels. See, all these are supernatural. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn who is registered in heaven. To God the judge of all. To the spirits of just men made perfect, not perfect men. See, the, the, the church, and I've learned to do this over time, and sometimes that's why me, even as pastor, I just like to disengage. God build your church. A supernatural place is when we, the men, start trying to get too involved. That that's when we, we short circuit the supernatural. Just men made perfect. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So this is the third reset I have for you. The church is supernatural. Reset with the church. Reset in the church. If you are in the church, look, if you can conclude that this place is a part of the church of Jesus Christ, reset. Stop treating church anyhow. And if you are not sure whether this place is the church of Jesus Christ, honestly, I advise you, go and look for a place that you know is a part of the Lord Jesus Christ and go and reset your life there. Don't stay in any church, including this one. If you don't believe it's a part of the church of Jesus Christ, I can tell you that free of charge. Find a place where you know Christ is there and reset your life to engage the supernatural with that church. You are not just in any place, you are in the church. And I'm telling you, all that has happened this year is heaven telling us, reset. For those that are not doing it, start doing it right. For those that are doing it, do it better. And that's the message of the year. 
and it's clear. Even the dead are hearing it. There's nothing compared in the message. The things we do in church and we emphasize in church, they are supernatural. Our congregational worship like this on Sunday mornings, it's supernatural. Reset. Our daily prayers in pursuit and in deep waters with Dr. K, they are supernatural. Reset. Serving God with our lives, our time, our talent, our treasure in one capacity or the other, it is supernatural. Reset. When we fast and pray like we have been doing for the last three days, and the fast ends by 4 p.m. minimum, it's supernatural. Reset. And bless God when we love one another, when we walk in love towards one another, when we can overlook faults. Because we know we are not dealing with perfect men, but just men that are made perfect. It's the church and the head of the church that is perfect. When we love one another, it's supernatural. I, I love what he said here, Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews 10, 24. Please put it up for me. And let us consider one another, talking to us as the church, to stir up love and good works. Amen. We should do a study of what the Bible God's cooked was. Including, it includes serving God. Stay up love and good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Like the manner of some. And for this time, on-site or online we do. But it's preferable to be on-site. Like the manner of some. You see, we are talking about you engaging. And we are saying resetting. If you have been forsaking the assembling together of the church, it's because you don't know what you have and where you are. Like the manner of some, watch what he said at the latter part, but exhorting one another, such as, and so much more, as you see the day approaching, as we are getting to the end of the age and the end of our lives, we should be doing these things better. I believe many of us in the church, we are like Jacob, Genesis 28. That's the picture of most of us in the church. When Jacob was running away from Esau after he stole the birthright. And the Bible said he slept on a rock, used the rock as a pillow, and he had a dream. And he saw a ladder descending and ascending from heaven, an angel ascending and descending. And then God spoke to him. Then he said, verse 16 of Genesis 28, Jacob woke up from his sleep. Somebody this morning, you need to wake up. I mean, that's what God told me to tell you. You need to wake up, sir. Wake up to the word. Wake up to the Holy Ghost. Wake up to the church. Wake, wake up. And he said, surely this is, the, the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. The word is supernatural. The spirit is supernatural. The church is supernatural. The Lord is in this place. I didn't know it. And he said, I was afraid. He reverenced God. And he said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. All that was there was a stone. But now he was awake. This is no other place than the house of God and the gate of heaven. Oh, hallelujah. 
Rise on your feet as we conclude this morning. Every one of us, I believe, the events of this year are speaking to us loud and clear. You need a word reset. You need a spirit reset. You need a church reset. I'll continue from here next Sunday. But lift your hands with me this morning and just begin to consecrate your heart afresh to God. Talk to him. Talk to him. I have just a few minutes left. Talk to him. Lord, help me to experience a word reset for these remaining days of 2020 so that I can be plugged into the supernatural. Supernatural is like electricity in the walls. The power is flowing, but until you plug your device, even though you have access, it's not flowing your way. It's like the frequency of a radio station until you tune in. You have a radio, all right, but if you are not tuned in, you cannot pick up the signals. But by the word of God, you can reset. The written word and the spoken word, by the spirit of God in you, you can reset. And by the church, if you can only engage with the things that are being taught and done in church, you can reset. And I'm telling you, child of God, if you can reset like you ought, you will finish this year well. That's God's will for you. This is a road map to how you get there. Reset, reset, reset. That's the message from heaven. You need a reset. The world needs a reset. The nations need a reset. USA needs a reset. Nigeria needs a reset. The nations of the world need a reset. In your own life, you need a reset. In your marriage, you need a reset. In your home, you need a reset. On your job, you need a reset. In your business, you need a reset. In this church, we need a reset. Reset, reset, reset. Reset. In the word and with the word, we can reset our lives. By the spirit, we can reset. Reset, reset. We're going to pray for one minute. Please put up the scripture for me. Mark 10, 27. Sometimes when the word of God comes to us like this, people are wondering, how can I do these things? Who am I? Jesus was talking to the disciples in this text. And he told them, rich people, people that have their hope in money, they can never enter heaven. They were shocked. Hey, we thought it was the rich people, the people that had the big cars that go to heaven. He said, if rich people can enter, what about us? How can we enter? And Jesus told them this statement. He looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible. You may be hearing what I'm saying today and you're wondering, how is it possible for me? How can I do this? Who am I? But with God, this is supernatural. You are not limited. You have God. With God, all things are possible. I wish I had more time, but pray with me for one minute and say with me, Heavenly Father, I can't hear your voice. Heavenly Father, these remaining days and weeks and months of 2020, help me to turn impossibilities. Seeming impossibilities, help me to turn them into possibilities in every aspect of my life. Come on, open your mouth and pray that prayer. Shataya. One minute, one minute, one minute, pray that prayer. The things that are impossible with men are possible with God. And they are possible in God. And I am connected to God. I am connected to Him. Impossibilities are turning around for me. As I reset in the Word and with the Word. As I reset in the Spirit and with the Spirit. And as I reset in the church and with the church. Impossibilities 
are becoming possibilities. The natural is giving way to the supernatural. Everything that has limited me before, it's giving way because God is now fighting my battles for me, pushing back the darkness, lighting up the kingdom, making a way for me where there seems to be no way. With men, there may be no answer. With the natural, there may be no way out. But with God, with God, The healing is possible with God. The provision is possible with God. The new level is possible with God. A way out of nowhere is possible with God. To have that child is possible with God. To restore that marriage is possible with God. With God. And it happens for me as I reset. Thank you, Father. We receive miracles from you right now. We receive your touch upon our lives. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.